1: Welcome to a new week, post-Easter, hard to get back into the routine, three days off is a good thing, the message of the season, a great thing, the best thing, and yet the evil never stops, and we will talk about it today on the Bruce Woolley Show, and um, unfortunately it's pretty close to us with a mass shooting this morning. In Louisville, Kentucky, if you have not heard, it was around nine thirty this morning that someone opened fire with a long rifle in a bank in downtown Louisville, Kentucky. Five dead, six wounded. Uh, just moments ago, a press conference uh, first a Louisville police officer sharing details of what occurred
2: again at eight thirty this morning, approximately eight thirty this morning. Uh, Louisville Metro Safe received a report of shots fired and a possible active shooter at 333 East Main Street at the Old National Bank. Within three minutes of being dispatched, officers arrived on scene and encountered the suspect almost immediately still firing gun, gunshots. Officers exchanged gunshots with that suspect, and ultimately that suspect did die at the scene. We're trying to confirm if that suspect died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound or was killed by officers at this time. At least two officers were shot during this exchange of gunfire. One is currently in surgery at University of Louisville Hospital. At least four more victims were confirmed to be deceased inside the location, as well as eight that are now currently being treated at the University Hospital. Two are critical, one of those being the officer. We're currently working to identify all of the victims, work with their families for reunification and provide services to the families and the victims. The investigation I want to re- reiterate is ongoing. This will be a, a long scene. It will take uh, pretty much into the night. Um, so I still ask that the public avoid the area. I want to reiterate that there is no active threat. Uh, we believe this is a lone uh, gunman involved in this that did have a connection to the bank. Which...
1: So that is uh, Louisville Deputy Police Chief uh, Paul Humphrey with the latest from the scene in Louisville. Uh, five dead. It sounds like four are victims. One is the shooter, and they're not sure if the shooter killed himself or if he was uh, killed by police. But one policeman wounded seriously uh, under care right now. And so this, um, you know, is just another instance of um, what will be determined by the uh, the people who dominate the narratives, who shape the narratives, whether this will be um, pointed toward Republican extremists, if this guy proves to be a uh, Trump voter, has you know Trump social media posts. Uh, if the person is uh, of a minority class, uh, it'll be pointed toward gun control. You know how this will break. It'll break the same direction as the Nashville shooting that the shooting itself is just sort of background noise to how the narrative will be shaped and it won't take long it'll be by the end of the day it'll be as soon as we get details on it get some kind of an identity on the shooter then we'll know which way this is going to be portrayed either as a plea for gun control or as uh indicator of the fact that uh people who vote conservative who believe conservative who don't think that men can be women women can be men who don't think that men should be playing women's sports uh, that that kind of Flawed thought, according to the Biden administration and its uh, devotees, um, has to be silenced, neutralized, marginalized. And the rule of law is just um, background noise now. The rule of law is just background noise. Uh, Late last week, we had in, uh, I believe it was Texas, a U.S. district judge who uh, issued a ruling saying that the uh, drug mifepristone, which is used in almost all of the pill-induced abortions in the United States, that and another drug, that the FDA erred in the way that the drug was cleared for use in abortions. Uh, This, of course, threw the left into uh, all sorts of panic uh, because the drug has been used for two decades to kill babies in the womb. So, but it's a... Court ruling, right? And we are a nation of laws. We are a uh, nation that theoretically ex- uh, respects the rule of law, except that uh, not when it's a law we don't like or a ruling that we don't like. Uh, you might notice the irony in this, in that here in Ohio, we have a heartbeat bill passed by the legislature in the state of Ohio to prevent abortions after a heartbeat is detected, which is usually six weeks or after. It effectively ends abortions in the state of Ohio because most abortions do not happen until after six weeks, and if you know you're pregnant because a heartbeat is detected, and then you decide to have an abortion. Well, that is against the law of the state of Ohio. Except that it's not because we had a common police court judge in Hamilton County in Cincinnati say that he didn't think that was a good ruling, and so he could stay that ruling all throughout the state of Ohio. And so ever since that has happened, we have had babies aborted in the state of Ohio past the six-week Period where their heartbeat has been detected. No leftist is rising up saying, ignore that ruling. No, they love that ruling. It's also instructive that no abortion opponent, including myself, has suggested ignore that judge's ruling. I would love it if that judge's ruling could be overcome. In the Ohio Supreme Court, I don't know what's taking so long. Why can't we get this in front of the Ohio Supreme Court? But it's obvious that you can't just ignore a court ruling. Well, it's obvious to me. It's obvious to me. It's obvious to you because we are a nation of laws, right? And we re- we have to have respect for the rule of law. Well, only, only it turns out if you are a Republican, because here is the Health and Human Services Secretary, Cabinet Position Xavier Becerra talking about the ruling that says mifepristone was not approved in the right fashion. FDA can go back and reapprove it again, just kind of step through that bureaucratic hoop and go right back to killing babies with the pill. But, you know, they might miss a baby or two who they miss aborting until they get this reapproved by the FDA according to the process that would satisfy the judge. Xavier Becerra says, no, just ignore it. Just ignore the ruling. But it's a court ruling. Yes, I know. Just ignore it. We want the courts to overturn this reckless decision. Yes or no, we want, yes, that women continue to have access to a drug that's proven itself safe. Are are you taking it off the table that uh, you will recommend the FDA ignore a ban? Everything is on the table. This is not America. What you saw by that one judge in that one court in that one state, that's not America. What you saw by that one court and that one judge and that one state is not America. This is not America. An appeals court ruling on a lower court ruling, but ruling against what Democrats want, which is to kill every baby they can, that's not America. Xavier Becerra is here, thank you, to tell us what America is. But in Ohio, where one judge has allowed Who knows how many babies to be aborted by a ruling that takes a differing view of abortion, a pro-abortion view. That is America, because the left likes that ruling. So it seems like we're going around and around and around and around, chasing our tail, talking about the same kinds of issues, which is two set of rules, two sets of rules, right? This was the theme of last week's show around the Donald Trump indictment in New York. Two sets of rules. Would Donald Trump be indicted if his name was uh, Ronald Gump? No, he would not be. But because he's Donald Trump, he will be indicted and put through the legal ringer by Alvin Bragg, the district attorney of New York. Uh, Two sets of rules with Donald Trump. Two sets of rules when it comes to Title IX. For years and years and years, the left loved Title IX because it forced universities and schools to offer equal opportunities for women. But now there's a new sheriff in town. The new sheriff is the transgender sheriff who says that women are determined by who feels like a woman, who says they're a woman, who claims they're a woman, who wants to be a woman. And so now Title IX, same law, hasn't changed, must be expanded to include Not just real women, which is to say the only kind of woman, but it must be expanded to include anyone who feels like a woman, claims they are a woman, or decides they want to be a woman just because it's a lot easier to win a trophy racing against women, whether it's swimming or whether it's running or competing in some other sport. If you're a man, it's much easier. Two sets of rules. So the headlines change. The underlying themes of the headlines never change. And all the while, of course, we wait to be marginalized by the people who have power. That's why it's essential to get that power away from the people who have it. That's why it's essential that we win the 2024 presidential race and why we get control of the Senate. Because if we don't, I don't know what kind of country we're going to have when 2028 rolls around, we get our next chance. So that is where we are. say, that's where we were, right before Easter, Bruce. It's still where we are? Yes, it's where we are. We are stuck. By the way, speaking of Mike Gallagher, he called me Friday. No, not Friday, Thursday. I was uh, taking my kids home from school. Mike Gallagher called me. And I guess uh, the plan is for me to be on with Mike Gallagher at some point this week. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday. If you missed it last week, Mike and I had a little uh, a little thing, I guess, where I was critical of him selling free Trump t-shirts. And then he got calls about me and that I was supposedly ripping on him. And we uh, had a nice conversation Thursday. Seemed very nice. And uh, we got everything all uh, straightened out. Because, again, when you rely on a game of telephone, other people say, saying what you did and you didn't do it and other people you hearing that he said what he didn't say it's kind of silly for conservatives to fight we have enough fights i sounded trumpy in there we have enough fights we don't need to fight with each other we need to unify with each other and so uh i look forward to talking to mike if he uh if he we we need to work it out in such a way that uh obviously i'm on for an hour of when he is on so i don't know if we can make it happen but Uh, We'll see if we can make that happen this week. uh, We are still uh, awaiting further details from Louisville, where this morning there was a shooting at a bank. Uh, Four, I'm going to say four victims. If they're counting, I'm, I'm unclear whether they're counting the shooter as one of the casualties. The shooter is not a victim, the shooter got what the shooter deserved. You take another human life, you deserve to have yours taken. We are unclear as to whether the police responding within three minutes a bank in downtown louisville uh, whether the police killed the shooter or the shooter like the coward that they are uh shot themselves but if we get details of that and I'm, i would think we'll get details of that before the show is over uh we will let you know over the weekend i um had a chance to chat with some friends about the uh, ever escalating evil in our culture uh Demonstrated by uh, many different things, including, but not uh, certainly not the least of which, is the uh, corporate America endorsement of the transgender movement. Uh, There are people who say, ah, you know, what do you care about this uh, creepy, weird, uh, narcissist Dylan Mulvaney, who is a man, although barely, Judging from Dylan Mulvaney's uh, myriad social media posts. Uh, What do you care about Dylan Mulvaney getting a Nike endorsement deal and getting um, special attention from Bud Light? Why do you care that, and I'm not making this up, I'm sorry for the indelicate reference, Dylan Mulvaney is a brand ambassador for Tampax. Tampax. Not kidding. A biological man is a brand ambassador for a tampon. Um, and Nike, which I believe Nike is too big to experience much, if any, loss of market share over hiring. Just to refresh your mind. A biological man to endorse sports bras. A biological man. Now, sometimes we have a tendency to just skip right over the description of something without looking at it too deeply. But let's, if we can, delve a bit more deeply into Nike's decision to employ Dylan Mulvaney as a spokesperson, as an authority, as someone who is going to testify to the utility, superiority, and marketability of a sports bra. Now, having never worn a sports bra in my life, I still think I have a pretty solid grasp upon the function, the basic function of a sports bra is to support and... uh somewhat restrain the female bosom in the course of exercise, okay? This, of course, is not a problem for a biological man, which Dylan Mulvaney is. Yet Dylan Mulvaney is telling women in ads for Nike sports bras that they should use Nike sports bras because Dylan Mulvaney has firsthand experience about what a great job Nike does making sports bras. I'm sure Dylan Mulvaney's uh, chest is quite sufficiently supported by a Nike sports bra because Dylan Mulvaney does not have need for a sports bra. So this is how stupid the transgender movement is and this is how stupid Nike is. Evil as well. But Nike is not apologizing or clarifying or even remotely embarrassed by its association with Dylan Mulvaney. No, in fact, Nike is scolding all of us who look at this and think it is, I don't know, pick your adjective, ridiculous, evil, demented, satanic, insane. Nike says to me and anyone else who thinks this is ridiculous that we need to be more, of course, you know, inclusive here's a comment from nike's official instagram page you are an essential component to the success of your community we welcome comments that contribute to a positive and constructive discussion be kind heart emoji be inclusive heart emoji encouraging encourage each other another heart emoji Ooh, a three heart emoji Hate speech, bullying, or other behaviors that are not in the spirit of a diverse and inclusive community will be deleted. So Nike's official Instagram includes, I might add, the hashtags Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate and boasts 285 million followers. I really believe the strategy of the left here is to propose and engage in things that are so ridiculous that they are not even debatable it's not even debatable that a biological man is not an authority on sports bras or should wear a sports bra but the point of the left engaging in things that are beyond ridiculous is to dilute conversations about things that are debatable if you protest a man hawking sports bras, then they lecture you about being inclusive and don't be hateful and be nice. Then they can do use the same kind of logic to silence you on other matters.